All right, welcome back to this week's Walk and Talk then. And gosh, this week has been absolutely crazy. In fact, I probably only got half of the news to you that I needed to get to you. I mean, it's been that absolutely nuts. We are at Glen Helen today on the Isle of Man. So you will enjoy a beautiful walk as usual whilst hearing the doom and gloom because that's why you come here to get the weekly doom and gloom. But I've actually never done this walk before myself. Someone recommended it to me, a subscriber who bumped into me the other day recommended I do this walk for you all. So let's take a lovely walk and see how it is. There's actually some eco cabins behind me. I'll put them on the B-roll at the end here. But yeah, the news this week was just nuts. In fact, I was thinking after last week, the news was so incredibly slow that I was thinking that I might take my summer break this year a little bit early. Because as you know, every year I take a break from YouTube. This year I'll probably take a month to six weeks, something like that. And that's so that I can complete the latest course that I'm making for you all. That is gonna be an amazing course. I think it's gonna be probably the best course I've ever made. I just can't even tell you how good that course is going to be. So look out for that launching towards the end of the summer. But let's get on to the wild news from this week. Absolutely insane. And we're gonna start with this de-dollarization news. Talk about a beautiful distraction just as we get started. Look at that. Isn't that wonderful? So a few weeks ago, I told you about the ASEAN countries or the coalition, if you prefer, that has decided to ditch the dollar. And that was absolutely huge news in terms of de-dollarization. But we've just had another announcement out this week and I, I really wanted to get this out to you on Wednesday, but there was just too much other things going on. So now we've got this new announcement. Let me just read this out. Asian central banks to adopt Iran's swift alternative as de-dollarization accelerates. The nine nation Asian clearing union, the ACU, has agreed to use Iran's financial networking system as an alternative to SWIFT. The Secretary General of the ACU says Iran's financial system, which is S-E-P-A-M, will be used from next month. So this is absolutely huge because we had the ASEAN network, which is an enormous and powerful network of Asian countries, not poor Asian countries, but wealthy countries. And now we have this new network here with the Asian central banks so of the ACU also going ahead with um, doing trade between one another. So just to give you some background, these, this was actually established in 1974. So it's not like it's a new network here. And it comprises of India, huge economy, Pakistan, Iran, Bangladesh, Myanmar, Maldives, Nepal, Sri Lanka, and Bhutan. So what they have agreed, again, it's exactly the same as what we talked about a few weeks ago. They've said almost the same sort of statement. So either they are genuinely concerned by what's happening with the US dollar being weaponized, or they are sort of aligning with, with BRICS, maybe that's what's going on. They're expecting to do some sort of a BRICS coalition, or maybe they'll apply for membership to BRICS. 
most likely they'll apply to the BRICS banking network first and then maybe it'll be a BRICS partnership later on. But we're definitely seeing this continuing now. We're seeing this emergence of two, how can we, not superpowers, but we're seeing two emerging powers all coming together. So you have, say, the West and, and NATO, and then you have BRICS with all of these other Asian countries all coming together now. Now, the other wild story that just came out then was about these ESG scores, environmental, social, and governance. Wow, there we go, another waterfall there. Beautiful, this place is just stunning. And Elon Musk is furious because, hold on, let me read this out to you. Tesla scored 37 points on their ESG scorecard, while Philip Morris scored 84 points. If you don't know who that is, Philip Morris makes Marlboro cigarettes. But it's not just them, it was also the British American Tobacco Association had a score of 94 points. So Elon Musk is obviously pretty furious. And if you think about the logic behind this, how can a tobacco company, which kills millions a year, we know this, tobacco kills millions of people a year, it's not even up for debate, or should we say cigarettes kill millions of people a year. And then you've got electric vehicles, which is what they want, and they're giving Tesla the most advanced, like the, the, the company that led the entire revolution on electric vehicles, and they get a really poor score. It just shows you what it's all about. The whole ESG thing is a complete scam controlled by the same people that control finance for a long time. It's like the carbon credit system controlled by rich, wealthy elite. It's not controlled by governments like people think. And who's paying for all of this? It is the public via these new carbon taxes, which are only gonna get worse, by the way. It's an, just another form of wealth extraction on top of inflation, on top of taxation. Oh boy, what a world we live in. But at least we're not at serfdom yet. I, I guess that's the bright side. We can look at that and say, well, at least we're not in serfdom. So we're still doing better than you know, the English peasants of the, the 1300s. Although I do want to talk about the World Freedom Index shortly in the video, because that is a, that's an interesting one as well. We've actually got a lot to cover in today's video. The next one I want to move on to, just, this one's going to make you smile. Not, not smile as in happy, but laugh as in ironic. So the German president, yeah, that's what he is, the German president, he's not a prime minister, well, anyway, he's come out and he's made this statement. Here we go. AI poses a threat to the democratic order. Neither the AI nor the companies operating it are democratically elected. Only elected officials should be providing information and making policy decisions on behalf of citizens. That's what he said at a recent press conference. Now, I can't even begin to tell you all the things wrong with that statement. First of all, AI doesn't make policy decisions. So where that's coming from, I'm not really sure. So that was incorrect. Secondly, he said only uh, elected officials or democratically elected officials, you've got to put that word in there first, should be making policy decisions. Well, here's the irony. Are you ready for this? The very next day, the European Union came out with this. European Union Parliament 
passes world's first law on AI rules. So why is that ironic? Why is that funny? The EU Parliament are not elected officials. Did you, I mean, are you aware of this? A lot of people outside the EU and actually inside the EU aren't aware that the European Union is not elected. These people are not elected. There's not even just one president. There's multiple presidents within the EU. So honestly, I think they should just come out and say, look, our thought police division uh, hasn't decided on these things. So, uh, you know, we need to tell you how to think. But it's just baffling. It's absolutely bizarre the way they make these statements, which the average person just accepts because they, you know, they don't tend to think very much anymore. But it's, it's wild. It's absolutely wild that on one hand they say only elected officials should be able to uh, make these decisions. And then the EU, which is not elected officials, then makes these decisions. Over to the USA now then, and I touched upon this during the week and also last week, but we've got the official data now. This is very, very serious. But the US trade deficit has just reached a new six-month high, and it's expected to dent economic growth. Trade deficit increases 23% in April of 2023. Obviously, we don't have May uh, results yet. Goods import rise 2%. Exports tumble 5.3%. Now, I've got a theory on this as to why a lot of these exports are tumbling. And I still need to think through it a little bit more because there's a lot of implications with dollar holdings and, and treasuries and central banks and things like that. But what if, here's a, a theory for you to think about. What if the reason that U.S. exports are tumbling is because this is a calculated effort by some of these BRICS nations, ASEAN countries, the ACU, and they are deliberately reducing their imports from Western nations. And instead, what they are doing is they are trading more between one another, even if it might be a little more expensive or the goods might not be as good as maybe the western nations but maybe that's what they are doing because that would be a very interesting way to actually bring down the west over a long long period of time via the erosion of the economies a wild theory but it's something worth thinking about now just to mention what those other nations are the asean nations they are brunei cambodia Laos, Malaysia, Myanmar, uh, Philippines, Singapore, Thailand, and Vietnam. So these are pretty big economies. It's not like they're, they're small economies that are also looking to de-dollarize. We've also got some South American nations which are talking about how they can de-dollarize as well. But what we've also got is Macron in France. We'll touch upon one thing on France as well shortly. And he has asked to go to the BRICS conference if the media is true. I mean, I have no idea if this story is true because I saw it on an alternative news network. But apparently he's asked to go to the, the BRICS conference, which really made me laugh. That really, really made me laugh. Why he wants to go there, uh, I couldn't even begin to imagine. Or should I say, I've got loads of wild theories, but how many of them are accurate, I can't say. But we'll come back to the US in a moment because I just wanted to mention that the fintech company GoCardless 
has just announced a 15% reduction in its global headcount. So this is yet again another company, especially in the tech world, that is cutting jobs. So we're seeing this a lot. And it's interesting that people, or a lot of economists still can't quite see what's going on. It's obvious. They work in tech. What they do leads the pack. So what are they doing? Why are they reducing job, job count? Because they can. They can cut these costs and they can replace a lot of these jobs with AI and other software. Now, what will you see later on then? This is a, a transitional phase that we're in right now. The next thing we'll see is this will go into the greater economy. So once they replace a number of their jobs with AI and robotics, then you'll start to see more companies doing this. And talking of tech in general, quite interesting what's happening at the moment with Miami. And I only just saw this article today. So it's interesting that I talked about it yesterday, I think it was. But Miami is attracting all of these companies from Silicon Valley, and they are looking to become America's AI hub. But they just did an interview anyway with uh, this tech company that moved from San Francisco to Miami, and they talked about all the reasons why significantly lower taxes. They said the weather's better. I'm not sure about that one, but I guess San Francisco, it is Northern California. The weather's not quite as good, but then you've got more humidity in, in Miami. So uh, I don't know which I'd prefer, to be honest. And then the last one was crime. And he said, and the lack of homelessness with human crap on the streets helps as well. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's a, a good one. But he said that within two years, his forecast is that the majority of San Francisco tech companies will move to Miami which is a very interesting and fast forecast, actually. But it's like a lot of things, really. Once that dam starts to burst, then it just pff, all out goes. So I think that's probably what we'll see with San Francisco as well. You're going to see a lot of these firms actually leaving and going to Miami, where they're going to get much better treatment. In fact, according to statistics, there's now 2,000 146 tech startups in Miami, which is a lot considering that Miami isn't an enormous place and their growth has been 278% between 2020 and 2022. People always ask, by the way, how I remember all these facts and statistics and all of that. I honestly don't know. I just memorize them and they just stay in my head sometimes for years. Uh, I guess it's a, a gift or a blessing. Now I want to talk about <laughs> Now I want to talk about <laughs> Now I want to talk about this economic freedom map that has just been released because this is um <laughs> this is an interesting one. Economic lack of freedom more like. So I'll put it on screen here so you can view this as I'm talking about it. This is the index of economic freedom 2023 report where they look at 184 sovereign countries worldwide. And purple is less free and yellow is more free or green, uh, I think is the easiest way to look at it from what you can see on screen. And Canada is right up there. Canada, one of the most free countries in the world. I don't think so. What happened to the truckers protesting again? Uh, France is up there as well as one of the most free. Really? Have you seen what's happening with the riot police against the people that were protesting 
pension reforms, which they didn't want. The whole point is, as a country, a democratic free country, you should be allowed to protest and vote on things that you want and don't want. The reason they didn't do a vote was because they knew the people wouldn't want the pension reforms. So they just passed it, or Macron just passed it anyway. But I did think it was really interesting that all of the Western countries are green and all of the BRICS nations are purple or close to purple, you know, dark blue on the way to purple. You've got Australia in green, New Zealand in green, United States, Canada, the UK, all the Western nations are the most free, of course. But then you look at, here we go, Russia, not free, Mongolia, not free, Kazakhstan, not free, Iran, India, China, all these BRICS nations, not free at all. In fact, if we look at this based on the BRICS, you've got Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa, which are all in purple here. I don't know what color this is gonna come out once it's edited, but on the map that I've got in front of me, they're all purple. So they're saying that these are all the least free economically and that the Western countries are all free economically. I'm not so sure about that actually. And the other thing I noticed, let's see if we can zoom in on this. I wanted to see if Ukraine was on here. Guess what? Ukraine is not filled in. They've actually deliberately omitted Ukraine from the survey. Why on earth would they do that? I'm not sure. Drop a comment below why it is one of the only countries which hasn't been graded. It is just white here on the map. Now let's go over to some of the more weird stuff. Weird and funny, but we'll start with um, weird, or I would say this is quite concerning. Scientists now have created, or they say they can create an embryo without an egg and sperm. Yes, not concerning at all, playing God, these scientists. So they actually said that they're doing it with stem cells. So that in the future, I mean, you've got to read these reports for yourself because it's pretty disturbing. But they're saying that in the future, in fact, have you ever watched the movie Gattaca? If you haven't, I think it's Ethan Hawke and um, Uma Thurman. Yeah, I think so. It's been a while, but Gattaca was exactly about this thing. So what they did in Gattaca was that there was this sort of prejudice discrimination against hiring, you know, in the jobs market, where if you were a, what's called a God baby, I think they called it, then you were very unlikely to even be able to go to school because you couldn't get insurance and you couldn't get a job and all this sort of stuff. So anyway, that's what the movie's about. It's a good movie. And I think I did a video on the eco ectopods where they were able to grow babies as well. So what they're talking about now is that in the future, natural births will be a thing of the past because we've got these, there's going to be these pods, but also because of these stem cells, they can just grow babies in a lab. So people won't even need to, and they can omit hereditary illnesses and diseases and all this other stuff. So people won't even need to have babies in the future. In another weird news story that came out this week, Swedish economists are blaming their high levels of inflation on Beyonce. Yes, this is not a joke. They're saying that Beyonce did a concert in Stockholm and as a result, people flew in from all over the world with lots of different money and they pushed up all the prices and that's why Sweden has such high inflation. Yeah, okay, of course that's the reason. I completely believe that the whole of the Swedish economy went up their inflation so high 
because of a Beyonce concert. Yeah, okay. And in the Toronto mayor election, <laughs> this is a funny one. There's a dog running. Yes, Molly. Only in Canada, I've got to say, only in Canada. So there's this dog running and the person running on behalf of Molly is called Toby Heaps. Yes, he is running on behalf of a dog. Okay, I said we come back to poo, feces, right? What on earth, I don't know if you've seen this one. So there's gonna be these new medical procedures of eating feces in a capsule. Now, I'm just gonna throw it on screen actually so you can see this for yourself. Now you might find this repulsive, but would you ever eat it? What if I told you that feces is not just toxic waste, but contains the secret to human health? Patients are given a fecal milkshake via a tube that passes through their nose to the stomach, or they take it in the form of a capsule, or should I say crapsule, Fecal donors are difficult to find. Some studies use friends and families, others use staff members, volunteers, and even pool samples taken from lots of donors mixed together. I'm gonna to take a pass on that, um, actually. <laughs> but uh, any of you guys wanna partake, be my guest. Just don't, uh, just don't stand near me. I don't wanna smell your breath after, after that. And what's with all this alien stuff at the moment? I don't know if you've seen it, but it is relentless. Aliens, aliens, aliens on every news network. If it's not some whistleblower talking about aliens in some lab and they've got these bodies or they've got these spacecraft. I mean, this has been going on for years, of course, Area 51 and the movie Independence Day and all that sort of thing. In fact, talking of movies, there's a good movie you can watch. It's called Contact. Uh, 1997 it came out, that was Jodie Foster. That was a really, I don't want to ruin the movie for you because if I tell you the plot line, it'll ruin the movie, but that's a good movie. But that might help you to understand what the news networks are saying at the moment with these radio signals that apparently are coming from this cluster galaxy, however many light years away. It's similar to the movie, so you can watch that and understand uh, what they're talking about. It's a good movie, actually. I think you'll, you'll like it. But even today, there was a news article talking about how there could be aliens on the South Pole of the moon. Oh, gosh. Just so funny. So funny. It reminds me of that story, you know, when they said that when the US landed on the moon. Yeah. They said that there was all these alien ships actually just sat there watching the, you know, the moon landing and all the other stuff. So whichever side of the fence you sit on, whether you sit on the, it didn't happen, US didn't go to the moon, or whether you sit on the side of the fence of, they did go, well look into this story, I think you'll find it interesting. They had these, uh, they said there was this row of spaceships on the moon when it took place. I thought that was an interesting one. Who knows if, you know, any of this stuff is true, but I think it's, it's interesting all the same. I do like a good sci-fi movie, but I think that is, pretty much it for today wrapping up this walk i hope you enjoyed it i definitely enjoyed this walk today this is a beautiful area we're definitely going to come here again but apart from that i hope you're enjoying the finance course link in the description i hope you're enjoying the private community and other than that i will see you next week now take care god bless see you soon